we go. There we go, people. Welcome to the podcast with me, Marrakesh. Random. Had a lot of issues. I've tried this is my fourth time trying to record this. And every time, God himself, God and the devil, they came together and they said, don't let this fucker record his number 100 episode. Don't let it happen. Fuck him up. Fuck him right up the rear. Pump him right in the ear. A lot of technical difficulties. But you know, we got there, people. We got there now. Look at us flying off to a start. And I didn't even sing. I said I wouldn't sing. And thank God for us all. Praise Jesus. Thank God. Praise the Allah. And thank Winnie the Pooh. For Winnie the Pooh is the ultimate God, really. If you haven't read The Tao of Pooh, I recommend you go buy the book. It'll chill you out. It'll help you let shit go. It's about uh, Taoism, Buddhaism. I like the way I can't say anything without a pause with the word ism at the end. A pauseism. But then they use like Buddhaism along with Winnie the Pooh. And they explain spiritual and meditating and all this other gibberish, gibberish. It's a good name for gibberish. Gypshit. They explain all this other gypshit using Winnie the Pooh as an example. And you're reading it and you're like, ah, oh, I used to love Winnie the Pooh. And then, oh, Winnie the Pooh just let stuff go, huh? Winnie the Pooh also probably made more sense than this. But go on to Amazon and check out the Tao of Pooh. And you'll be like, ah, oh, thank fuck. Thank fuck I listened to episode number 100. Otherwise, I would have been goosed for life. That book. Maybe you... You've been listening all this time and you keep wondering, why am I listening? Why is it that I'm listening to this fucking Irish guy in L.A. gibbering on? There's no rhyme or reason to what comes out of his mouth. Why am I listening? And then you get the book recommendation. You read the book and you found a new way of life. You found a new way to think. You're no longer upset about the little bullshits in life. Like uh, iced coffee that cost me $6 earlier. And it wasn't even that nice. You no longer care because you just let it go. Poof, you let it go. It's probably it's probably deep inside you still giving you an ulcer. But mentally you let it go. You say sayonara. I don't need you. I don't need you in my brain. I've got too much Catholic guilt already in the brain. That's one thing I wouldn't mind getting rid of. People are always like, oh, how long have you been in L.A.? And your accent is still like this. It's like, yeah, I think that's just how I'm going to speak. I'm sorry. The accent isn't going anywhere, but I wouldn't mind getting rid of Catholic guilt. Sometimes I think I've beaten it. I'm like, oh, I don't feel bad. Then other times, my buddy the other day, he uh, he came. Oh, I was DJing. He was there. And he had a box of uh, Altoid mints and he forgot to take them with him and I put them in my bag and I said I'll give those back to him but then the next time I got back to my bag I forgot I'd given them back to him but I needed the mints it was a full pack to the brim and you know what I did dear listener I started eating the fucking mints because I'm an animal but I prefer to be an animal with nice breath then an animal like you with bad breath. If you listen to this, there's a good chance you bad breath. That's my new theory. I still can't get over bad breath. Like if I meet someone, they have bad breath. 
I'd be like, all right, I will never be your friend. Like, it's hard to be friends with someone with bad breath. Even if they're like, first five times you were chatting with them, you didn't, uh, they had okay breath, but then they slowly but surely they had bad breath the whole time. No matter how much I liked the person, I'd be like, I can't be friends with you, man, or woman. I can't be friends with your person. It's too tough. You've got this stink coming from your breath. You never know in LA, too. Someone could be bulimic. That's why they've got bad breath. They're puking up the whole time. They're having a nice munch. They're stick thin. And you're like, but you're saying you're eating all this food. Maybe you're eating it, then puking it back up. And that's why you got bad breath. I don't know. I'm only just tickling. I'm only putting out words without really thinking. That's what you want these days. Just don't think. Just talk. Whatever comes out, that's a new fact. There's a new fact for you. But yeah, bad breath. I still remember four people, four different girls I met. And you see them, you, you might be chatting with them on Instagram or Twitter, Facebook, wherever. Then you meet them in person and it's just this hum of bad badness like a dark cloud of spit coming out of him you're like oh christ you stink who why do you not have friends maybe that's the issue too it's just to have bad breath not just like oh i ate some onions but like that i live with this breath the whole time this is how i am i am a bad breath person be like hey that means you've no friends you don't listen to your friends you know where we can't be friends you got this hum of bad breath coming out of you. That's the danger of meeting someone online. You should be allowed. There should be an app to smell someone's breath before you agree to meet them. There you go, app heads. Go make an app like that. Who can break the smell app? I remember back in back in Ireland, back in Cork, I've got this like master's degree in e-business. And I remember teachers were like, e-business, by the way. Because I say that to people here. They're like, what's e-business? Why are you lying? I'm not lying, Sonny Joe. E-business is like e-commerce. It's like apps and websites and data storage. Online presence. and Shopping websites. Amazon and all Bitcoin. All that gibberish. I was studying all that before it really popped. Before a pop, 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 popped. But I remember the teacher would be like, oh, the golden grail is if you can do online currency. Whoever cracks that, that's the money shot. The money shot is the money shot. And he'd be like, I think I, I know this sounds dumb, but I definitely have it written down somewhere. I think I invented Bitcoin before <laughs> it was invented, but I just didn't have the urge, people. My urge, late in comedy. Comedy, aren't you so happy that I f- uh, forsaken, I left the forsaken path. Not even sure if that's proper English, but you know, it's hot and the sun is beaming in on me here as I do this podcast next to the window. And it's it's messing up my thoughts. i got to close my eyes and drink some coffee and see what pops out anyway. Forsaken the path of money and Bitcoin and sensibility and stability. And I'm, I passed on the fortune and I went for the comedy. And you know, it's working out really well. I did a show this morning at a rehab center. It's the third rehab show I had this week. 
And oh boy, are they a laugh. But I'll come back to that because I forget what I was saying. Oh yeah, that's the golden path. Um, Bitcoin. And I remember being like in class, being like, all right, let's crack this golden path. I think I can crack it. I've got an amazing brain. I like the way I like to call people deluded. But I, I, I definitely am deluded too. But I'm also, I'm deluded in the fact I'll say I'm deluded. But I also believe it 100%. Like I believe I have a brilliant brain. <laughs> that sounds so dumb. Because if someone else said that to me, I'd be like, oh, you're a dope. But you got to believe. You know, you have to believe in yourself or else who's going to believe in you? Not me. Only me. Only Jesus. That's who believes in me. But now I realized another golden grail besides the Bitcoin money path was smell. Who can make an app that smells? It'll never happen. Or will it? Because I want to smell someone's breath before I meet them. Imagine you cracked the smell side of the internet. And uh, people were like, oh, so why? How did you? You did it for like good. Maybe you did it for medical reasons. You discovered something. And uh, it changed the world because you were able to make an app that allowed you to smell something. Allowed you to smell how mm, LaCroix doesn't taste or smell like anything. But you're getting your Nobel Peace Prize. The Nobel Peace Prize. Why did you win the Nobel Peace Prize? Well, I I cracked the old old smell... um, the old smell factor of the internet and you know I saved a lot of lives I saved, I can't even think of an example of where that would save lives I saved a lot of li- I saved the bees too for some reason and that's a big thing people want to save the bees and I cut out straws there's a big straw epidemic in, Ireland, or in LA at the moment it was like don't drink straws it's your coffee don't use straws to drink your coffee but here's a plastic cup plastic fucking everything's plastic Everything else here is plastic. You need 94 napkins. Take them. Take them all. You need 94 napkins because these new straws are brutal and they spill everywhere. And you need more plastic. You need more plastic covers. But anyway, we saved the world with this new app. The Smell app. We call it the Smelly app. We were going to call it the Smelly app. But people thought that then it smelt. So we call it the Smelling app. So you knew what it was about. I'm about. I'm looking for a nice smell, an old fragrance. Imagine what kind of nut job you'd have to be if you were shopping for fragrances online. Oh, I'm looking for a nice. It's a nice autumn fragrance, something dusky, not dusty, not musky, but dusky. Something at nighttime. Something when I put on, and I I feel good. I feel like I'm gonna go to the pub, and I'm gonna find my wife. Thanks to Dusky. And the temperature has dropped two degrees <coughs> in LA. So it really feels like autumn. Or fall, as they call it here. Because people fall over themselves. That's why it's called fall. Um, yeah, but I'm looking for something Dusky. And then you can go online and you can smell these new fragrances. And you'll be like, there it is. That's the one. Now we're dancing. I'm good to go. Thanks to the smelling app that saved the bees, that saved the oceans. All thanks to the creator, Marquez. That's my Nobel Peace Prize introduction. He brought peace to the Middle East through the sense of smell. 
He has no sense of rhythm, but he's got a sense of smell. And now we all do thank to thanks to his app, the smelling app. And the whole crowd erupts, and I go up there, and does put a quicker clickety click 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 click, and that's all the paparazzi taking photos of me, and they're all waiting because I'm 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 a recluse. I'm a recluse at this point. I haven't left the house in a while. Because I've made so much money from the smelling app. I've just been sitting at home buying t-shirts. And I've been like, why would I leave? I have t-shirts here. I have porridge here. I live up in the hills, in the peak of the hills. Why would I leave? So it's one of my first ventures out outside in years. Clickety click, click, click. And then they say, so Mark, tell us how you saved the world with this app. What was the inspiration? And I'll go, I'll tap in the mic, like tap, tap. And I'll say, I was meant to meet a girl and I wanted to know if her breath was smelly or not. So I invented this app to figure out if she had stale breath. Because I don't want to waste my time meeting up with someone. And then you first thing you do, even before they say anything, they open their mouth to say hello. And they exhale. Hello. And that hum... Knocks you to your feet and you realize, fuck, if only I had known, I can never kiss this woman because of her bad breath. I don't even want to talk to her. Wasted my time. I need an app to save that time. That's why I created that app. That I pivoted it during the app making. I realized, oh, it, could be doom- it, can, it can be used for more than smelling someone's breath. Online, it can save the bees and the oceans, and I saved the world. But as I suppose all good inventions, it was saved because of sex, sexual intentions. That's where every good invention comes from. Sex. That's going to be my Nobel Peace Prize. It'll go down as a true classic. They'll show it in classes around the world. They'll be like, "Don't be like this motherfucker. Don't be like this." Dopey, dopey, dope. And then they show a picture of me waving. And they'll be like, look at how he waves. He moves his whole upper body as he waves. <laughs> Why is he rocking? He knows he can just use his hand to wave. But no, he insists on using his whole body for some reason. Why, Why students? Because he's a simple man. He got lucky with an app. He got lucky with a smelling app. I do think a lot of these guys get lucky and then they're like, oh, he's a genius. You're like, is he, though? Or was he just trying to have sex with a woman? And now he created Facebook. And that's why he's a genius, because he got horny and was good at computers and was lucky. I presume the same for Snapchat. Some guy wanted to be like, I want to send a dick pic. But I don't want to be caught by my wife. So I'm going to create this after and make it disappear. And I can be a creep on the side. A true creep. Instagram. I want to see a directory. A phone book. But of pictures. I want a phone book of hot women. That's what I feel. Instagram's like a hot woman phone book. That you can be like, hello. Hello, did I get the right number? Hello, ding, ding. Sometimes they don't answer your call, and other times they'll be like, yeah, you're looking for me? Be like, oh, yeah, I am. Thanks for answering the phone call. I just saw your pictures there, and I want to say, oh, lovely looking. 
Wait, what was I talking? Oh, the mints. Oh, that was it. That was one thing I want to get rid of. Catholic guilt. So I started eating the mints. I know every day I have those mints, and I haven't told them. And I feel bad every day I eat the mints. I can't wait till it's gone. I can't wait till this pack of mints is gone. But you know, they're a big bag. I have them next to me. You can hear them. Oh, we're almost down. Here's a good tip, right? You get the Altoid small packet. Because the Altoid normal packet are too big. But then the smalls are too small. So you dip them out onto the floor. You're like, get the fuck away from me, small Altoids. Then you put the big Altoids in. And you got a, a convenient little smaller, smaller Altoids to go around. And you're forever with the minty, fresh breath. Little tip from the top. But anyway, I'm eating these guilty mints. And I'm not happy about all the guilt I'm feeling. I'm like, is God judging me? And then I realize, no. At least I don't have bad breath for people to judge me. So that's nice. At least, basically, I spent a good maybe 17 minutes explaining. Got great breath, people. That's a good thing. That's If you're out there looking for a husband, just know I got great breath. The rest of me is a fucking clown. Do you know I got great breath? So that's a little plus, I suppose. Little plus I'm on Instagram being like, ah, oh, how's it going? I realize too, Jesus, the longer you live in LA, you have to be wide about like, just where did my life go? Now that we're 100 episodes in, a lot of people are like, what are you going to do? You're going to sing? I was going to sing for an hour, but then I realized, nah, that singing is annoying. I know it's grand, but it's also kind of annoying. Like spurts in the middle where you're like, hey, ho, howdy, yo, and up we go on there. Aren't bad, but me singing for 20 minutes, start of podcast. I don't know, there's a little feedback. Although, buddy, give me feedback. And he was like, I don't need you to sing for 20 minutes for me to get the joke. And I'm like, all right, fair enough. There's one bit of feedback. That's all we need. I'll listen to people if they're like, if they're legit. Here's what I'm sick of too in L.A., Oh, I'm sick of a lot of things, I realized. I realized this week. I don't know why this week. I think because it got like a degree or two cooler in LA at night. Um, So it feels like, oh, the wet, the season's changing. It's still roasting. It's still 80 degrees during the day. I was sweating like a whore earlier. Out and about doing stand-up at 10 in the morning. Very early to do morning stand-up. But, um... Oh yeah, nighttime is like slightly colder, and you're like, oh, oh, the seasons are changing. What do they call it? The coughing seasons? Because people are like, oh, it's getting cold. It's time for a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You gotta cough that person. Cough, cough, cough. And then you're, what's it called? Sad SAD seasonal adjustment disorder. Where you're like, oh, am I sad? Even my buddy, I was listening to my, I don't know, was he telling us? My buddy was doing a podcast the other day, and he started crying on us because he was thinking about. Yeah. He was doing a talk after a comedy show up in Canada, and some dude in the audience was like, "Man, I just want you to know that this isn't a." It was like a question and answer thing, but he's like, "It's not a question. It's just I hope you know you help us with depression, and it makes us feel better. And sometimes we're suicidal, and your comedy helps us through." And it hit my buddy, and then I was listening to him, and then he said, "Crying on his podcast," and. I was like, oh, Jesus, I wasn't expecting this. I wasn't expecting him to get emotional about it or me to be like, oh, Jesus. Um, and then 
It's dumb like when, when guys are like, ah, oh, you shouldn't cry, you're a man. And I complain about emotional men in L.A., but that's not what I mean. I mean off-dramatic men in L.A., like dudes that will just go off the handle because you didn't reply to their texts when you were in the shower. That's what I'm on about. But, you know, I like dudes who can show off their feelings when they're true and genuine and honest, as opposed to over-dramatic. Um... But yeah, then I was thinking this week, I don't know if it was all a combination of every, if it was the Catholic guilt from the mints. But I was like, Jesus, I got to be wide. I got to, uh, like, do you know the way? <coughs> I saw someone on the street the other day and she was crossing the road. And I think I said this on the last one. Because the she went, like, she thought the light was green for her, but it wasn't. And she started screaming at herself, and she punched herself in the face. And she didn't look like a crazy homeless person. She just looked normal, but, like, very stressed and uptight. And it was like, Jesus, you don't have to beat yourself up that much. You just crossed the street. You didn't die. Punched herself. And then I saw this dude, and it was like, um, uh, he was giving... A girl, his number, and he took out a roll of toilet paper and he wrote it on a sheet of toilet paper and he handed it to her. He's like, call me. And neither of them seemed to be thinking I was weird on toilet paper. And then I was like, that's weird. Then I bet you two days ago I was like, oh, I wonder when I'm going to give a girl my number on some toilet paper. I suppose you just get sensitive. You get desensitized to all the weirdness and then you're just like, oh, this is how it is now. This is either how it goes. Like a dude the other day added me on Facebook and he was like, hey, Mark, I really want to add you as a friend. Same dude. I saw him at the gym like an hour later and he snobbed me. And I was like, oh, how's it going? And he just looked at me. I was like, how's it going? And he just looked at me. And I was like, all right, man. And he just didn't say anything. He walked away. And I was like, oh, what a prick. What a dirty, dirty prick. Pretending to be one thing online. Hey, buddy. Hey, pal. And then snobbing me. And there's no way he didn't know it was me. There's no... Even though I do... I realize I have two settings for how I look. I'm either unreal looking. Come on, people. Stunning. Well, unreal for what my capacity is. Or else I look homeless. <laughs> There's no in-between. It's either I look my best or I look like a homeless fucker out there on Hollywood Boulevard offering to suck titties and dicks. Um, just walking around, looking either unreal or homeless. I realize, too, like that girl punching herself in the face. Like, uh, that's weird. But also people cross the street, like in L.A., you'll cross the street like, fuck it, hit me, I don't care, my life isn't going to plan, take me out, take me out, Jesus, take me out, person in the car, who cares? Also, I'm obnoxious, I'm a pedestrian, these streets are mine, oh, I'm not meant to be crossing the street, go fuck yourself, fuck yourself, car, I own, I've not in control of my life, kill me, do you think I care? No, I want you to feel bad for the rest of you. That's how people cross the street. You can see it in their face. You can really see it. They walk out and they're just like, come on, hit me. Come on, I dare you. Come on, fuck me up. 
fuck me up, fam. That's another thing too. I'm like, I don't think white guys should say the word fam anymore. Like dudes in America, white people just take everything good off black people, then the gay people, then the white straights come in and they ruin it all. The straight whites, the white straights, we'll call them. They ruin it all. They'll be like, what up, fam? It's like, what are you? You shouldn't be allowed to say the N-word or fam. Anything else is cool, but you know, you're ruining all the good stuff. You're ruining it and you think it's cool and you're a loser and you're fucking it up. And you're ruining my day. And you're going to get upset with me because I was in the shower and I didn't reply to your text. Do you ever get someone crazy like that? They're like, well, fuck are you? You fucking cunt. You prick. You dirty whore. And you're like, I took a two-minute shower. That's why I didn't reply swiftly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you added me on Facebook and then snubbed me in real life. You prick. You dirty whore. I feel like just the level of fakeness, you got to be careful in LA. Plus, you can like, I think you have to be mentally aware a lot here or else it there's so much going on. You're just like, oh, Christ, what? It's what month? It's almost October. I feel like it's almost whatever month is sped up in LA. In Ireland, you're kind of like, oh, come on, October. But in LA, you're like, it was just September. Do you remember? And you're like, fuck, what? That's over already? Jesus. I feel like it's okay for life to be boring. That's what a lot of people in LA don't like to accept or they can't accept. But like, that's where you get good stuff when you're bored off your tits. And you're like, all right, how am I going to kill this boredom? Like, I've got this poetry book that I'm putting together. And I have almost 120 poems now. I know that sounds dumb, but you know, that's that's just how it is, people. I have a poetry book going that's going to come out, and you're going to read it, and you'll be like, wow, he does have a poetry book. I don't even think people believe me here when I tell them I've written three books. They'll be like, oh, is this a joke? Is this a joke? I'm like, what kind of joke is this? I saw this picture of me the other day, and it was me at my first book reading. Oh, it looked depressing. Me at the top of the, top of the room. And they had a table that was kind of low and they had a low chair and they had maybe 10 books on the table and they were meant to have a microphone but they forgot the microphone so there was a speaker next to me that wasn't in use and then they had two empty chairs next to me and I was like, why are these chairs here? And it was up in Dublin and I didn't know and it it was just me and my buddy Angus was there with me. I think it was him anyway. And I didn't know anyone else in the room. I was like, who are these people? And then I had to do a book reading. But I was just shout reading at people because there was no microphone. And there was people in the back. It was kind of busy, the room. It's pretty full. Um, Like if that was a stand-up room now, I'd be like, oh, this is a good crowd. Happy days. Happy days for the boys in blue. But, um, yeah, and just shout reading at people. This is my book. I was wearing a blazer and a shirt. Oh, I was looking dapper, people looking dapper. Maybe I'll go back to being dapper. Oh, that was it. Like, your life just... And you're like, oh, I did that. I was writing books because I was bored and I didn't have friends. But then you're like, I got to do stuff. I got to write the stories down. 
But then you do have friends, but then there's some something within you saying, don't be a fucking loser. I think that's the Catholic guilt. Don't be a loser and let your life fall away. Don't be a chump, murky boy. And then I'll pop three books. And then recently, not recently, but when I moved last, I got rid of like my TVs and couch because you're like, all right, we're just going to have a couch or TV. Then we can't be bums. There's not more better than I used to, Oh, I'd love to sit on the couch and watch TV all night. Oh, tickle me giblets. Put me anywhere. Oh, I'll find you some. Come on, let's go binging. But then you're like, Jesus, I just spent six hours doing that. If you take that out of your life, take something you enjoy out of your life, but it's not productive. And I bet you'll start doing something good. Eventually, you're going to be bored for ages. Mentally, you're just like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and then you'll be like, uh, I'm going to write a poem. I don't even know why I started writing poetry. But now look at us. Look at us now, people. We got a poetry book. A hundred episodes of the podcast and 120 poems for the boys. But I feel like that's why Instagram fuckers, Instagram is a killer. Because it's like that fucking instant dopamine bullshit. You're like, I must post a picture. I must get the likes. Okay, there's the likes. Oh, that makes me feel good. I can survive until tomorrow. Okay, keep going. You wake up and then you say, what other picture I'll do? Oh, I must fucking get the likes oh i got the likes oh there's loads of likes on this one. Oh, i feel great oh i f- feel fulfilled i feel fulfilled same with tweets oh here's a snippy whippy witty tweet oh there we go oh we got a load of retweets and oh we got a load of likes and oh yeah that's the good stuff oh, yeah, yeah. oh fuck yeah oh that's how i get off now at least with tweets i can turn them into jokes but like Instagram, it's kind of like, oh, fuck off. I got to try and wean off it. It's so addictive to the snakes. And you're just chatting to people. And like, for some reason today, a load of hot models started following me with like a load of followers. It's probably a bot. I don't know. It could be something else. Someone could have posted my gibberish somewhere. Like the Laugh Factory posted this bit I do about foreskin on their social media the other day. Maybe it's related to that. Maybe hot models like foreskin. Who knows? But then you're looking and you're like, ah. Oh. And you're just, I've been sliding into DMs all over the place on Instagram. Be like, oh, you should come to a show. Come to the Friday show. That's another thing. Every week is like, all right, let's have the Friday show. At least there's that. That's the constant. And we can invite people to the Friday show. And it's good. Ooh, let's celebrate for the weekend. And then it's Monday. And you're like, who's going to be on this show? Let's figure it out. And let's go again. And let's invite people along. And you get into that cycle. You're just like, oh, there's, is that the end goal? What's going on? But Instagram, you're like, Instagram be a great place for have that breath app my nobel peace prize app um it'd also be great if it had a personality app (laughs) now that would be nice i feel like instagram models and influencers like as bad as that sounds that's how the that's how it works now people but they're kind of like bitcoin like online they seem great and like valuable almost 
like worthwhile but then in person you're like oh you're fucking useless jesus what a disappointment you are you're of no use in the real world can't even fucking use you here in this bar to buy a pint because you'd meet people off i mean it's oh my god it's annoying me too that like i give extra credit to people with more followers when they do nothing that annoys that annoys me about myself people that makes me i'm gonna order the tower poo someone stole my copy but that annoys me to be true that if someone has like if if a hot girl has a hundred thousand or a hot girl has twenty thousand something in my brain is like ah be more interested in a hundred thousand it's so dumb jesus that's annoying as fuck I just annoyed myself by realizing how dumb me brain is. I wonder if people are start gonna go to a rehab for um, dopamine addiction because I like people. You wouldn't even recognize you're addicted, and you're just like, nah. I just spent seven hours on Instagram, four hours on Twitter, just scrolling my life away. I kind of in LA too. Like, there's so many beautiful. Just like, all right, LA is full of talented chumps. I realize, talented, talented, but they're chumps. They're fucking chumps. They're never going to do anything with their talents. So they're just chumps. They usually have rich parents and they don't have any motivation. Or else, beautiful losers. You're just like, all right, you're fucking beautiful. Jesus, you're beautiful, but you're also a loser. And I don't mean like people be like, oh, I'm a, I'm a loser. Good looking people be like, oh, I'm a nerd and a loser. No, I don't mean like that. I mean like you're a loser. You don't have any, you've nothing going for you. But you think you do. Like I remember this girl recently came to a show and uh, she had a million followers on Instagram. And I didn't even realize she had a million, I don't think. And she was like, oh, I want to come to a show. And the show was packed, packed out the door. And, like, she looked very hot on Instagram, but in real life, you're like, ah, you're not very hot at all. That's another thing. I feel like trying to figure out if someone online is hot is, like, are they they really beautiful or just good at Photoshop? It's, like, the equivalent now of doing a crossword or doing a Rubik's Cube with your eyes blinded. You're like, are they hot? What's going on? Do they just know angles? Hmm. Hmm. Um. Anyway, she shows up and it was like she was not. She did. She didn't look as hot as her photos. I'll be honest. She did not look as hot as her photos, and I could tell straight away that she, her personality had bad breath. You could just tell. You could tell that she thought she was like a success because she had a million followers. But I don't know how she got them. Um. Anyway, I skipped her in. I got her, it was packed, so I was like, oh, you got to sit up here. So she was sitting upstairs with her cousin or someone, whoever's with her. I wasn't even interested in her. I was just like, yeah, come along. She seems sound. And before the show started, she was like, hey, sorry, we have to leave. And I was like, why? She was like, you could have got us better seats. And I'm like, they're the only seats. Otherwise, you're standing at the back. I was like, yeah, well you know, we're not staying for this. I deserve better than this treatment. And it was like, I couldn't figure out. It was like, why the fuck do you think? 
I've walked you past the big long queue. I got you seats when there was no seats. What's going on? And then my buddy was like, yeah, she's got a million followers. She thinks that uh, she's owed the world. And you're like, ah, she's Bitcoin. She's useless. Useless motherfucker. But then sometimes, like, some of these useless, lose, beautiful losers, they'll, like, try and give me advice and be like, I can't take advice from you. You're doing nothing with your fucking life. That's why my buddy was like, yeah, can you not sing 20 minutes at the start? I'd be like, ah, I see you doing good stuff with your life. You're being productive. You're out there killing it. I'll listen to you. You're not a talented loser. You're just a talented fucker. But I think, what's my point? That in LA, you just get stuck up in this whole fucking, ah, oh, beautiful, ah, oh, jeez, look at the looks. Ah, oh, give me a like. Ah, oh, you got more followers. Ah, oh, fuck. Ah, oh, I'm going to walk out into traffic and punch myself in the face, and I don't know why. I think that's why. That, you just, that becomes the norm, and then you're like, because when people are like, oh, LA's changed you, I don't think... People say that to me, but they usually say that to me when they're upset that I'm having a laugh and they're back in Ireland not having a laugh or they live in another part of America and they're in a loveless marriage and they're upset that I'm not upset. Uh, but I don't think they mean it in the sense that, oh, you're now a fucking callous prick. You're a prick. But I'd say I could see why people do change because they're like, ah. Oh. Everyone's a prick. So now I should be a prick. Fuck everyone. Just give me those likes, baby. Give me those likes. The only thing I'd accept changing if they were like, wow, you no longer ever look homeless. You only always look unreal now. Congratulations. I don't know what you're doing. But keep up the fine work. Thank God for Catholic. I know I give a grief, Catholic guilt, but I just realized, no, that's why I write, I've written three books. Thank you, Catholic, not grief, guilt. I go to the gym all the time because I feel like a loser if I don't. Thank you, Catholic guilt. Sound out. I feel empathy for people, I think, because of Catholic guilt. Because I'm like, oh, that could be me. Oh, I feel bad. Thank you, guilt. Um... Yeah, it's good. I knock it, but it's lovely. I knock it, but it helps the fuck out of me. Otherwise, I could be in rehab. I'd say that's what... Like, I did three rehab shows today. One on Monday, I think. One this morning. Jesus, it was the earliest 10 o'clock, 10.30 show this morning. Daylight, it was like... It's good, though. If you can do a stand-up show like that and get laughs, where it's just like you're in someone's living room with 10 people looking at you, and the joke works, you're like, oh, this joke is funny. That was the same as Monday, but like Tuesday, we went to this place where it was like dodgy. Like a lot of people were in there for like hair drugs, but they also should have been in jail. They were like dangerous, but somehow they were like, if you go to rehab, you don't have to go to jail. And it was packed and everyone, like, there was more people at it that had face tattoos than didn't have face tattoos. Like, there was one dude, he had, like, a shaved head and a beard. He was, like, an essay or something. I don't even know what that means, but someone said, oh, yeah, he was an essay. And um, 
Maybe I was just racist. Who knows? Let's plow on. And his whole face was covered in tattoos. And uh, he he had a tattoo in his back. They weren't even good tattooed in his face. It was just like some. He said, "Color in my forehead." He had a big black mark, and his eye was all black. It's just like where where's the artistic approach here? But then on his back, he had like a big huge tattoo. This is so weird. Of the Pope, and the Pope was lying on his back, and there was like priests hanging around the Pope, attending to the Pope's every need, and then there was a nun giving the Pope fellatio. <laughs> like that was his back tattoo. And you're just like, what? How did you what? There was just too many what's going on. But that's the kind of crowd it was, and they were all vocal and rowdy and like, come on. It felt like going into a, a cauldron. Felt like I'd say Johnny Cash when he was doing the Folsom Prison Blues. Because there was definitely, it was like, oh, if this goes wrong, they're going to attack me. But it didn't go wrong. It was like my buddy was like, oh, yeah, this is the best show ever. I was like, what? Seriously? And it was the best show ever. They were just on board. They're very vocal, but they're like into it. Some laugh. I started off by saying we've no alcoholics in Ireland. We're not pussies. <laughs> Just to test the waters. And 99% left. Except they saw two dudes give me dirty looks. And I was like, oh, are you in here for alcohol? And they were like, yeah. But I made them laugh eventually. No, but it was a good laugh. But I wonder if that's why Catholic guilt. I was like, well, I'll never end up in rehab because I'll have Catholic guilt to keep me on the straight and narrow. As long as Catholic guilt keeps me away from being a talented chump or a beautiful loser, those people are worse, I feel. They're worse off. Cause they don't really, they'll always, they are, they're always sick too. Ah, oh, I would do that, but I just, I got a cold. Ah, oh, yeah, I was going to do, ah, oh, yeah, I'm going to read a book how to do that. And you're like, just fucking do it. Just do it before it's too late and all your money is gone. All your trust fund money is gone and you're fucked. You're fucked up the stream and you have nothing to look for in life. You have nothing to show for your life. Except maybe when you go home, you get a chauffeur around the place. Is that the end of the podcast? I believe it is. Number 100. Anything else I can think of? Oh, I saw a couple of ads around my neighborhood at the moment. Posters looking for a lost parrot. Help me find my parrot. It flew away. It's definitely coming back. Check out me parrot. You're like, is this a a joke? But it's not. You ring the number. You're like, you looking for the parrot? And the person's like, yeah. (laughs) Where's me parrot? Where's me parrot? You're like, I don't know, but I just wanted to see if this was a joke or not. They're like, you prick, give me back me parrot. Uh, I, I miss Petey. Petey parrot. Come back to me, Petey. Please, Petey. Please come back to me, Petey. I miss you dearly. All right, I'm going to go to hot yoga and let my body weep out the shame and guilt and all the rest. Till next time, go read that book, The Tao of Pooh. It's worth it. Trust me.
Trust me. We can all do it. I'm trying to meditate. I was meditating yesterday. I just fell asleep for 20 minutes. I was like, ah, oh, now I feel like a bum. Two things happen. I, I, I should take more naps. But if I nap during the day, I feel like a bum. And also I'm like, hmm, is this a sign that I'm dying? Is this a sign that I'm lethargic for some reason? Are these naps a symptom? I did this laugh actually, put up a video of mine on YouTube, and some guy wrote a comment on it, being like, uh, penile cancer is more common around amongst men with foreskins. And I was like, ha that's a weird comment. And now ever since I read it, I was like, ha ha what are the foreskin penile cancer symptoms, I wonder? Let me Google it. Let me Google every day. So that's what I'm going go to go do now. I'm going to go Google. Instead of checking, instead of thinking of ways to win my Nobel Peace Prize, I'm going to go Google penile cancer symptoms. So I hope you have a more productive day than me. Hit me up on Instagram at the Marques. Jesus, there's me bitching about Instagram and I'm like, hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at Trickadoo, Snapchat at Trickadoo. I don't really use that, but, oh, but fuck it. Check out my books, Random, Random and Freedom. They're not bullshit. You can do it. My poetry book coming soon. Until next time. Good luck. Good luck. Sorry, there was no song today. Good luck, Good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck. Good luck.